Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. There it is. What's going on, Commanders fans? Anthony Armstrong here. Brian Murphy's on the other side of the screen. The Believe in Commanders podcast, and unfortunately, we're following up with a bad, bad loss to the Browns. And no offseason, no, no, no postseason play for the Commanders this year. But, Brian, how are you doing outside of the uh, unfortunate performance on Sunday? Yeah, all things considered, uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's a new year. Unfortunately, it started off pretty poorly for the Commanders yesterday. But uh, uh, the family's doing well. We're, we're ready for a big 2023. But, yeah, it was not, it was not good in Commander land, that's for sure. That is the truth, but it's all good over here. We're still going to be, you know, rocking with you, and uh, maybe we get to hang out for some playoffs a little bit. Yeah, so there we go. It'll be good to talk ball, and um, you know, it sucks that I have a, not have a dog in the race, but then it's also a little bit less stressful uh, when mm-hmm. there's no dog in the race. So you just kind of get to sit back and watch. But um, yeah, the rest of the NFC East is going to be involved in it. But anyways, Bet Online is our sponsor. Let's always talk about them. So Brian, tell them about Bet Online. Yeah, absolutely. You'll have some big playoff bets that you're able to make. Obviously, NBA in full swing, and we still have some bowl games going on. So Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL, like I said, to bowl season to even esports. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And don't forget that Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. So head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. And speaking of that bold, those bold games, did you see the two semifinal games? You had the, Ooh, you know, the one out there yeah. in uh, the Fiesta Bowl. That was a classic. Shout out to TCU for for the upset over Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then the Ohio State Georgia game. That yeah. was a classic. That was a, some hellified football. Yeah, my neck of the woods. Uh, Georgia fans are very happy with the way that ended right at midnight almost. Uh, so yeah, it, it was it was about time we got a good college football semifinal. Usually there's one that's a blowout, and every now and then there's one that's good. But both of those games were classics. Yeah, it was a good way to start off the new year for sure. Yeah, and I can tell you, I, I hadn't watched a whole lot of college football all year. I mean, you know, it's uh, between kids and just everything else going on and, and just trying to stay up with the commanders. Yeah, I just never – I didn't watch a lot of college ball because you would get a lot of blowouts. Like you just yeah. see a team just roll over their opponent, and that's really not exciting to watch. Um, but to see the way that these two teams – four teams, I should say, battled uh, back and forth, and, and frankly, you, you know – as it sits now, you kind of got to start looking at some of those rosters to see who can help your team uh, in the NFL. So uh, I'm excited to see uh, who goes on. Real quick, though, it's a thir- I think the TCU is a 13-point dog against Georgia. Who you got in that game? Uh, you know, I, I haven't thought that TCU was going to do much, uh, and then they proved me wrong against Michigan. That being said, Georgia is a different animal. I feel like that it's going to be a pretty hefty win for them. I'd love for – it to be for me to be wrong and it'd be a, another close one another classic but i i don't see how georgia slows down after 
uh, that thrilling of a victory. Yeah, it's dogs and frogs. So at least you got some right, rhyming going on. It, it'll be fun. Dogs and frogs. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna you know cheer for the the Texas team. I'm there cheering for TCU uh, to see if they can get this thing going. But let's just jump right into it. Let's get. Uh, get to talking about the commanders versus the Browns, that bad loss that happened. Um, overall, you know, I listened to the game um, and it didn't start out well. It didn't no. start out well. I mean, I could hear uh, on the radio call the chance for Heineke. They were wanting Heineke Riddle. to get in the game after first interception, second interception. It was just like, this is, this isn't pretty. This isn't what you're, this isn't, this is not the spark that uh, they were looking for uh, whenever they made the switch back to Carson Wentz. So what was your thoughts after the game? Yeah. uh, You know, it's funny you say spark spark. They were certainly weren't looking for 10 points and three interceptions. I'll tell you that much. And especially when uh, we kind of talked about it kind of for us felt like Taylor Heineke turning over the ball was the final uh, breaking point in, in the switch to Carson and then for Carson to come out there and throw three interceptions, uh, his first one on his second throw of the game, it was just absolutely brutal. Um, it started bad. It ended bad. And, you know, there was the one good drive for the touchdown in between. Other than that, it was just uninspired football by a team that had everything in front of them, everything yeah. in front of them. And, and even though they had lost two in a row, they still had a chance to go to the playoffs, control their own fate. And they they threw up a big goose egg, and now their season all but you know one more uh, almost like exhibition game left is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I I will say hindsight probably shouldn't have made the switch. Nope. <laughs> you know, and 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 you know when when you look at the turnovers that like the fumbles that happened for for Taylor, honestly, a lot of that was he was trying to get out of the pocket. He was trying to evade some pressure, and you know defense made good plays and. I would say that you kind of have to protect the quarterback more, and then he doesn't fumble the ball. Yes, I know he threw some interceptions here and there, but when you pull the guy who is the spark plug, if you will, for the offense, the guy that inspires the other guys to get going, I mean, shoot, maybe that's something that the team wasn't really, you know, all about. And and I sent you an Instagram post that uh, what was it, Reuben Foster? I think it was. It was Reggie like, Raglan. Who Reggie Raglan. Yeah, yeah, for the Browns, he was saying, "Oh yeah, we know that you know Wentz has slow delivery, and you kind of tell what he's going to do." And uh, and it's unfortunate to see that whenever other teams kind of know what's going on and they can just play aggressive. Um, it, it, I think, it just took away some of that continuity that they did have going. Um, but hey, it is what it is now. Um, now you have to look forward. You have to look forward yep. and figure out what are you going to do in the off season to fix this team? What are you going to do to, to take that next step? Um, all in all, I think, you know, I'm looking at the uh, pro football reference. I mean, they expected to win 6.7 games um, and they're at seven now, seven, eight and one is their current record. And they're going up against a uh, tough Cowboys team that really has nothing. They're, they're fighting for a NFC East title. So yeah. Um, is definitely not going to be an easy game coming up. So, uh, you know, hopefully they can finish up with, with a strong effort uh, and put something good out on the field. But all in all, it ended up being just an ugly, ugly loss. I mean, Amari Cooper went off. I mean, Deshaun, you know, Watson had a pretty solid game. Nick Chubb had, got over 100 yards. And Deshaun Watson, nine completions, but three of them were for touchdowns. That's just absolutely brutal. He yeah. hadn't been able to do a whole lot, and you kind of – 
got him going and yeah it was just it was bad all around it, you know the defense thankfully played inspired kind of like they had all year long otherwise it could have been worse than it was yeah. um they, they kind of stood on their head a couple of times after those turnovers but eventually you keep giving the ball back to the other team and on short fields and and not sustaining drive that defense is going to break and they did yeah. and uh you know it just was Everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. Uh, even, you know, John Allen getting knocked out of the game. I think it's just a hyper extension, but, you know, hopefully it's not anything worse moving forward, yeah. you know, long term. Um, it, it just is it, frustrating, really, really it, frustrating. It really is. And I know we always talk about 24 hour rule, but this one sucks. This one yeah. stings a little bit more because it's just like, golly, man, like it was there. You had an opportunity and 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 it it, it slipped. I don't say it slipped away. It, it was just dropped. Mm-hmm. It, it was just dropped. I mean, you know, that's definitely not the performance that you want. Unfortunately, there's another game that they could play where you can kind of, you know, you can make up for it, if you will, by beating Dallas and putting up a good performance against those guys. But right now, uh, none of the none of the pages that I follow on the IG are very happy. No. Uh, Brad Mitchell's not happy. Uh, nobody's happy, and deservedly so. I mean, deservedly so. The the criticism is 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 uh, they is definitely deserved right yeah. now. Yeah. deserve it and then i've always say try to find something positive in the negative but right now it was just a it was just a bad showing um and you know the i won't say experiment but you know switching back just didn't work it didn't yeah. work um and now you just kind of got to rip out toward care that page and and keep it moving yeah absolutely you know we i think we understood the the need for a spark um, but you're right. You know, looking back, a, a guy goes five, three and one after you had started pretty poorly. Um, you know, you kind of want to keep that guy in there, whether or not, you know, it's pretty. He was getting the job done for the most part. I understand yeah. the month of December was tough, but yeah, it was it was a it was a bad it ended up being a bad move. So it is what it is. How does that uh, for you? I was getting pretty fired up. I was ready to clean house yesterday and I, I still could be talked into it for sure. But how does that affect uh, your thoughts on Ron Rivera? We also saw that he might not have even realized they could have been eliminated. I don't know if you saw that one in the postgame press conference. It just felt like yesterday was kind of like the boiling. The, everything came to a head. The whole frustration of the month of December where they just really needed one game to kind of solidify their playoff chances and they couldn't get it. What are your thoughts on Ron Rivera? What are your thoughts on the assistants? Are are you ready for a change? Where do you stand on that with with one game left? No, I mean my my stance on Ron Rivera is is the same as it was earlier in the year. I think that he's been great for the team and the culture and being able to navigate the the storm that they've been through with with investigations and ownership and it's Absolutely. everything. Um, and and like I said, inside that building, it is definitely a place that you want to be. Like you feel welcomed, and you can tell that it's much improved. And from that state, he needs to still be around so they can continue to guide that thing forward. Uh, but on the field, I, I really think that you you need to get some youth. Uh, you need to get some some more creativity uh, on both sides: offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. And you got it. You're gonna have to switch some things up. I, I think that if you're going in with the same uh, same staff, you're gonna expect you're gonna get more of the same, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then, and you know, no disrespect to them, but I mean, hey, they're pros. They've been in this league a long time, and that's not, this is a, a results based league. And 
what you've gotten hasn't been good enough. You know, it, it won you the division a few years ago, but the division has definitely elevated across the board. Uh, and, and one thing I, I can say that it's not as much on field that you need to fix it player wise. I think that you're close. I think they're much closer than they were when they started the season. Um, I think you got to focus on getting, keeping that defense together, uh, improving the O-line. And I continue to say improve quarterback play. I don't know if there's a, you know, David Carr is the answer or, you know, I don't know if anybody out there, it, it, it doesn't matter who you get if you can't keep them up right. right. So ultimately I, w- I would like to see some more creativity on the defensive side. Um, you, you probably need some more depth on the defensive side. I mean, shoot, you see how much it hurts whenever you get one person out, you know, yep. Cam Curl is out and that takes away a lot of what you were able to do on defense. And uh, you see how that worked earlier in the year and happened now. So do you need to make a change? I, I would I would think so. I think you need to find a, you know, a, a different de- defensive coordinator, a new offensive coordinator. Somebody's going to be able to add some creativity and some spice because uh, I was thinking about this. We looked at the statistics for Carson Wentz in his career. Mm-hmm. He's been most successful throwing to tight ends. Okay. And, you know, I like Logan Thomas. He's been good for the team, but your most dynamic players are at the receiver position. Yeah. And you need to find a way to get those guys the ball more often. And, and you've shown that you're going to be physical and be able to run the ball with Brian Robinson. I think he's going to be able to bring a lot down uh, to the table for years to come. But when you switch quarterbacks, that literally starts to change the dynamic because Carson yep. is like, I'm going to 82. Yep. Whereas Terry's like, uh, not Terry, but Taylor's like, I'm going to Terry. I'm going to these other guys. Yep. And that, that, that butts heads a little bit. Right. And just, the way those things work out, it didn't mesh well on the field. You need to find a, a play caller that's going to bolster the the talent that you have. You got three talented receivers, and whenever those guys are put the best, put to the use the best, uh, you see the offense have some success, and uh, you figure out how to score some more points. But you gonna have to make a change somewhere. I think so too. And, and the more I think about it, um, you know, I think it kind of comes down to. I think we think this this team is going to be sold sooner rather than later. Uh, now, when you're moving $7 billion worth of property, whatever it is, I'm sure it'll take a while. To me, that that makes me think that I don't know that Ron Rivera is going to be going anywhere when, uh, you know, if this deal's not done by April, let's say, and then that's the draft. Are you really going to bring in a new coach uh, that quickly? Does the, the new owner want to say anything? So it makes me wonder if Ron Rivera is not going to come back by default. But I'm with you. I think some uh, some of the other the Scott Turner, Jack Del Rio. I think you got to switch some things around. I, I'm with you. I think that if you're okay with being right around 500 and maybe sneaking into the playoffs, that's that's fine. Uh, that this is that what you're going to get. Though. No, it's not. It's not. I, I've seen a lot of people say, "Well, it's better than what we've had." Well, why is that? That shouldn't be the measuring point. Being good yeah. and going to the playoffs repeatedly every single year should be the measuring point. And so. It's. I think it's okay to to strive for a little bit better than mediocre, and that's why I think that I think you're absolutely right. I think that they need to make some changes. I think they need somebody, like you said, that's creative. We see a bunch of offenses, yeah. uh, you know, uh, players that are are just making huge plays because these coaches are putting them in the best scenarios to to make things happen. The Bears can barely win a game, but Justin Fields is putting up crazy numbers because they keep putting them in good situations. You know, I keep yeah. going back to him and some of these young quarterbacks. Um, and, and young, you know, playmakers out there. 
I think yeah. that you kind of my ideal situation is let's say Ron Rivera does come back. I hope hopefully it's with an up and coming offensive coordinator who is able to utilize all these weapons that they have. And then it's kind of like a Tampa Bay scenario where Bruce Arians kind of moves up to the front office. Can Ron Rivera do that same thing, knowing that this offensive coordinator or even the defensive coordinator is kind of the coaching and weight, the Todd Bowles of this uh, organization, and then can step in and, and kind of effectively run the football side of things while, while Ron Rivera continues to do great things off the field like we've already seen him do and, and continue to make this a place where people want to go to, where, you know, uh, employees want to work not just on the football field but but in the front office and mm -hmm. and facilities all that kind of thing um I, I think that might be the the best plan moving forward but regardless uh, something has to change because you can't this is this is almost exactly the same as it was last year yeah they started i want to say two and six last year something like that they went on a four game win streak to get back to 500 they lost their last five or six, whatever the math works out to be. Again, this year they start, well, they lost a late, they won a late season game to get to seven and 10. They yeah. do the same thing. They start one and four, they get back right over 500, get to seven and five, and then they drop, uh, what, they're 03 and one since then. So um, you can't keep doing this. It's not effective. It's, it's not going to get the job done uh, when you see, like you said, the NFC East is just continuing to get better. All three teams are in the playoffs and, uh, you could have been there, and so it's frustrating, and it, it's obvious yeah. that something's gotta gotta yeah. happen. Yeah, one thing I just thought about as we were, you know, as you're amid you're amidst a, an ownership change, that means a lot of stuff could change. Owner yeah. could come in and say, "I want a new GM, I want a new team president, I want a new everything." I mean, they could really clean out the cupboard uh, and start all the way over. So in that instance, just as you, to your point of saying, do, do they keep Ron Rivera uh, in that? I mean, now you got to think Martin Mayhew, is he going to still stick around? I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I'll tell you this much. Uh, and I, and I, I've never been in the, in the front office of, of an organization, but I could just feel in my eyes, I feel like you have to have a plan that's from the top to the bottom of this is how we're going to do things. Mm -hmm. And whoever you bring in, uh, you see a lot of time coaches, they bring in new coaches and then the coach wants to change all this other stuff. But when you look at some of these other storied organizations, Pittsburgh and Green Bay, and like they do things a certain way. Pittsburgh's going to run a 3 4. I don't yep. know if they'll ever change from that. Right. Point blank, period. Right. Baltimore is starting to fall into that same breath, too. Like they're going to run a 3 4. They're going to run physical defense. They're going to yeah. be physical. Like develop that identity as an organization. Develop what you're going to do as an organization and stick to it. Don't don't because if you keep changing three, four, four, three, you got to change people on the field. Now you got to wait. Well, I got to wait for my guys to develop. You never make any you don't make any progress. Right. You've got a you've got a defense that can be extremely dangerous. Are there a few pieces that they can improve upon? Absolutely. Sure. 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 But I know if, I, if I'm a defensive player and I'm a free agent, they're like, man, they need a cornerback. Okay, well, man, they got these people up front. Maybe, maybe they can do something, right? And if I'm an offensive player, maybe I'm – okay, maybe I can be a player that helps take this team, make make that next step. But you got to have some sort of direction. you got to have something uh, in line, some plan from the top to the bottom to say, this is how we're going to present this thing. This is what we're going to do moving forward. Um, I mean, you know, you got to think some people maybe are just kind of sitting back on their, sitting on eggshells because like, we don't know what's going to happen. If a new owner comes in and it's like, we don't yeah. want the GM that's here, then I mean, you're going to have a whole new GM and you potentially have another couple of years where you're just trying to figure out what's going to happen. But 
who knows? Who knows? It's a lot going on. Um, but we did speak about storied uh, organization. We spoke about uh, the Ron Rivera maybe not knowing that they could have been eliminated. Maybe didn't expect it. Hopefully that was what it was. But they are definitely eliminated from playoff contention because the the Green Bay Packers put a woman. Yeah. Yeah. On those on those Vikings. I know I said it. I said I said all that coming back. That stuff ends up biting you in the, in the end eventually because you can't keep that up. That's tough yeah. to do. They had 10 comeback wins. Minnesota had 10, 10 comeback wins this season, most of the NFL. That is hard to do, and, and, well, and it's impressive, but ran out of luck. Yeah, when, when they have 12 wins and 10 of them are come from behind, we know the, the, the most historic comeback in NFL history. We know the game in Buffalo. There was all this crazy stuff, but, yeah, you can't, can't sustain that. And now you're kind of looking – uh, you know, if Minnesota ends up with the two seed, three seed, whatever it may be, you kind of looking maybe one of those those teams can upset them, whether it's Dallas, New York, or or Green Bay uh, here. So yeah, that that was uh, that was a beat down by the Packers. So yeah, you're right. The the Commanders, despite losing to the Browns, still were alive for a matter of three and a half hours. But pretty <laughs> pretty early on, we saw the Packers put the beat down on old friend Kirk Cousins and. Uh, they caught up to him, and so the Commanders were eliminated because the Lions, the Packers, and the Seahawks all won, and so it went the opposite way there. And so now the Commanders are out. All those, yeah. all those games were going their way for the longest time, but now uh, it kind of, like you said, with the Vikings, it comes back to bite you in the butt. Yeah, but this is not a league where you you can you know rely on somebody else to to help you get to where you need to get to. I mean, just. You take care of your business and then the chips fall where they may, but you definitely can't sit back and think you're going to back into something. Um, but, you know, I, I, I won't say it's a blessing in disguise. It may be good that you don't have to worry about playoffs, right? Just go out here, start focusing on the future and, and figure out how you're going to, how you're going to fix this team uh, and what you're going to do moving forward. So with, I, I was kind of texting you, my son is so mad. I don't know if you can hear him crying in the background. I get it, buddy. I'm, I'm mad too. Um, but so we were kind of talking about what do you do at quarterback? I think that was immediately the question that everybody asked as mm -hmm. soon as Carson went through that third interception. I think everybody, even before then, I think they were wondering what they do at quarterback. Mm -hmm. You don't have a chance to go to the playoffs uh, where had, had you won against the Browns, you would have to face a, a tough Dallas team. So let me ask you, who are you starting at quarterback on Sunday with the season all but over? Um, and, you know what is there to play for? Yes, you could get a a a, 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 a nice win in the rivalry against Dallas. Uh, some would say I, I never want my team to lose, but some would say they want them to lose to continue to boost that draft pick up a little bit. I think they could finish all the way up to tenth if things go the right way or wrong way, depending <laughs> on how you look at it. Who are you starting at quarterback? You got three options. Um, Taylor Heineke, Carson Wentz, who we've seen. Do you bring in Sam Howell for his first career start in the last game? What are you thinking? What is Triple A doing uh, if he's the coach on Sunday? Man, I tell you, I think that um, initially before Minnesota took that L, I'm like, you got to go back to Heineke because you could hear the fans chanting and you know they were fighting for this guy to be back in the game. Uh, but now it's almost to the point where you're like, you know what? Let's let's see what Sam Howell can do, and I know that it's that's a that's definitely a tough matchup, a tough test first game against a, a rival, a hated rival uh, by the organization, and 
um, with a hellified pass rush. And, you know, but shoot, Sam Howell, maybe, maybe, maybe just the, the spark that you need. Somebody who's like too young to know that he's supposed to be scared and worried about this team. So I'd say you got to you got to try him or it's got to be Howell or Heineke. I don't yeah. think that you can. I don't think you can throw Carson back out there, even though you, you like maybe you're trying to force it and let him, you know, put up a good performance. I, I think fans would be absolutely irate if they threw Carson back out there uh, to start. Yeah. I, I think you gotta you gotta try Howell just to see what you got, um, see how he plays, and, and then you know, other than that, you gotta go with Heineke. That'd be my play. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. I think you gotta go with Howell for. Um, for the reason that you said, see what you have in, in Sam Howe, but also with it being a home game, if you want any burgundy and gold in the stands, there you I don't think you can put Carson Wentz out there. I, I personally, he would be my inactive quarterback on Sunday. I think you saw everything you needed to see from him. Um, so, yeah, go see what you have in, in Sam Howe. Maybe he puts up a performance like Jarrett Stidham did yesterday. I think I saw yeah. that Jarrett Stidham and Patrick Mahomes were the only quarterbacks to throw – three interceptions against the 49ers defense. So maybe like you said, he's, he doesn't know what he doesn't know. So just throw yeah. him out there, see what he does and see if you have a guy for the future. Cause as of right now, I think that Sam Howell is the only quarterback of the three on the roster next year. I don't know if that's a hot yeah. take. Um, I don't see how you can bring Carson Wentz back after the failed uh, experiment early on in the season. And yesterday Taylor Heineke is a, is a free agent. Does he want to come back with the way it's ended? Sam Howell might be the only quarterback that you have uh, on your roster. Might as well see what you got. Yeah, I think you got to keep Taylor in the building. Um, I, I, I think, think I, I would love to have him. Don't get me wrong. I'm just curious. He's a free agent. Does he want to go try somewhere else? Yeah. Is he frustrated with how things ended? I, that's kind of the only reason I say that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I feel you on that one. Um, uh, what is what was uh, Deion Sanders was telling you know players when they were trying to go into transfer portal? He was like, "Hey, the grass ain't always greener." Right. You know, right. sometimes you try to leave, and then you realize you may not have much value on a lot of the teams. Not trying to knock. Uh, Taylor, but I mean, like you, you did. Washington is a place that you're familiar with. You're familiar with those players, and and you know I think that you can elevate your play, um, and at least at least he'd be a good solid you know you know, option to back up somebody that can you know be there and uh, and help tutor and, and mentor some guys. But you know, yeah, you definitely got to see what Hal is, and and you don't know what what you're going to get out of the quarterbacks in the draft if, if that's the route that they want to go. Um, don't even know if that's a, the real option. I mean, I'm focused on fixing the old line, I'm yeah. trying to figure out how you're going to keep your people upright. Like, there's going to be some, got to be some really good guys that are going to be able to fill in. Um, you got to keep people healthy. I mean, there's so, so many things uh, that need to be addressed. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a guy that would, uh, if I'm playing Madden, if, if you got a great quarterback already, then you got to fix stuff around them. If you don't have a great quarterback, hey, well, you'll find the quarterback eventually. Start fixing the other stuff, and then because I don't think that you can continue to miss at the quarterback position. Like yeah. they already say, it sets you back ten years, but you can't. I don't think you keep missing. You know, try what you got, and 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 uh, fix everything else, and then you can definitely distinctly circle and say this is a position that we need to to improve, and then that's when you can go all in and go get that free agent because for free agent quarterback. Especially ones that are they're older, they're not looking to go into a rebuilding situation. Right, they want right. to go in and and be ready to compete for titles. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, hey, give them a reason to to want to go to go uh, to Washington would be my play. 
Yeah. And I think, I think what you said earlier was I think that on the field, they are closer than it seems after a disastrous loss yesterday. They have a lot of really good pieces there. I think they just need to shore up a few things. Hopefully you can bring Deron Payne back. Cause I think that guy just keeps making money uh, every time he steps onto the field. Um, he was a positive from yesterday. I think you already mentioned Brian Robinson, I think is your running back um, at least for the next few years. So you have mm -hmm. some positives. You're absolutely right there, but you got to keep uh, whoever it is upright. Cause that offensive line has been scary. Uh, and maybe, maybe ironically they, they played uh, not so great on a day when they were honoring the hogs and yeah. another uh, hog made his debut out there uh it was frustrating i, I i'll tell you uh before we get to the to the to the mascot reveal my dad went out there to the game and he grew up watching the hogs and man he he was so disappointed being at that game he said that that was kind of the 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 thought around everybody that was there you know they, they were honoring the legacy of of a really iconic uh group from mm -hmm. from the the past and then to come out there and, and do what they did yesterday made it even more frustrating. But I think a cool debut was made yesterday. I, I'm curious your thoughts. Uh, Major Tutty makes his debut. The 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 pig, uh, the Major Tutty. The he's got the army helmet on. Yeah, yeah. he's got the commander shirt. I I kind of like it. What are your thoughts on on Tutty? Yeah, I, I unfortunately didn't get to see the see him. I saw some some social media stuff and. I'm I'm still kind of digesting that a little bit. I'm still kind of taking that in. You know, I, I like that they have a mascot. I like that they're honoring the hogs. And obviously, we've got to mention that the 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 original hogs are like suing the team over yeah. over trademark. So like, it's it's a frustrating thing to have that kind of be tied to it. So I don't even know if he's going to get to stay around or if they're going to have to cut a check to those, to the, to the original hogs for yeah. it. But I'm glad, I'm glad that there is a mascot. I'm glad that it's something that people can, can get around. And, and they did poll fans. They did mm -hmm. do a poll to come up with, uh, you know, what the mascot should be. Um, I would say if I had to fix some things, I'd probably, you know, doll them up a little bit more, probably have them some army fatigues on, yeah, you know, give you them go. a little bit more, a little bit more going on in the uniform wise, but you know what? It's, it's okay. It's all right. I mean, Hey, it's something. Um, it's just, I think the outcome of the game really over, 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 uh, overwhelms and, and just yeah. overshadows is the proper term. It overshadows, you know, major Tutty's uh, debut there, but. I'm excited yeah. to see what it see see how he's utilized moving forward. Um, so shout out to Major Tutty. Glad to have you around, man. I'm, I'm sure they're hopefully. I don't know. See, that's the other thing. This lawsuit's there, uh -huh. and like if that lawsuit goes bad, like Major Tutty may get scrapped. Like I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen? This well, is it's so much happening right now. And also with with a new owner, I don't think this would happen. But what if a new owner, say it's Jeff Bezos, who basically runs amazon runs the world right now it feels like at times mm. what if his stipulation is i don't want this team to be called the commanders i mean does that factor mm. in can he do that i don't know that he can do that he got enough money to do it i know that's what i'm saying like what if <laughs> what if the nfl is staring at a guy that that's just gonna for, uh, you know fork money over left and right but he his one stipulation is yeah but they got to be called something else i mean is commanders gonna stay i just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm I can say this much. I've just having talked to the folks up at the uh, at the facility. Uh, the fellow that gave us the tour, he was like, "I've been. We did two major rebrands in you know, like basically two or three years." Yeah. And 
it's a lot of work because I mean, there's a lot of everything at the facility, you know, has been, you know, changed. It, obviously, they took down all the the uh, Redskins, uh, you know, items and the paraphernalia and, yeah. and all that stuff. Um, and then they had to go Washington football team. And then that ended and now it's commanders. So like that would be a whole other thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just another bill that would be put on the bottom of Bezos's, uh, you know, bottom line to, to, to knock out. But I mean, it'd be more work, but Hey, I figure, Hey, at this point, um, at this point, number one, you got to keep the W all right. Number one, yeah, keep like the w. And, and, and I can say, um, that's what I was told. They were like, Hey, you know, the W is something that, it's gonna. It can be. It can just be iconic in in and of itself. Yeah. You don't have to, regardless of what the other name is. You got the W. You can fly the W, and it that's that's its thing. Uh, so think you keep that. Think keep the colors. And if you whatever name you end up going to, if that's a thing, nobody. I don't know if it is right, but if that ends up being a thing, then it is what it is at this point. We've been through two, <laughs> so there's nothing. Why not? <laughs> yeah. No, at this well, point, we change every couple of years. I will say that uh, having a hog as a mascot, as as cheesy as it could be, as you know, some I've seen some people really like it, some people really hate it. I think it's a nice tip of the cap to the past, like you said. It, it the past right now might not be so happy with where the franchise is right now, yeah. but I think it was it it made a lot of sense to 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 make it a hog. I think that was really the only answer, in my opinion, 100%. at least to kind of it was just kind of a cap tip to to what this team used to be and hopefully the way they're headed. But yeah, I'm with you. A frustrating day on Sunday kind of soured the debut for uh, our friend Tutty. Yeah. Now, what, what else would have been really cool is if they had like a big old pot belly pig that was like a real live one that was that at the game. Been sweet, yeah. That would have been kind of cool, yeah. you know what I mean? Just big old sloppy thing over there yeah. just honking and kinda, oinking and like, doing uh, stuff. Ugga the bulldog or Bevo yeah. for Texas. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then you yeah. can, you know, you can keep him, you know, at a local farm, right? And he comes on out for the game. He give him a little uh little like what what, what a sash or something like yeah. that, you know, and he'll just be down there at the end. Kids can come take a picture with him and feed him. And I don't mm-hmm. know. That's neither here nor there. I, hey, if, if they need help with that, they can holler at me. I would gladly uh, work right. remotely uh to give them that, but Let's, let's 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 make a quick transition. Just looking around the league, yeah. Just seeing some news, some notes, some things going on out here. Number one, we got to talk about. It's popping up on my screen over here. The Giants have clinched their first playoff berth since 2016. They're the sixth seed, and they're going to offer Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones multi-year contract. What do you think about that? Good for those guys. Um, as much as I, I don't care for the Giants, they they I feel like that they've earned it. I'm still not sold on Daniel Jones. I think that he is the product of Brian Dayball. Uh, really, can he do it back to back years? Let's put it that way. If yeah. he comes out and has a huge year next year, maybe I'll start to be a believer. Um, I wouldn't offer him a long-term contract. I think Saquon Barkley is, is the real deal. So absolutely, uh, absolutely would, would, would go, you know, would want to keep him around, but, um, as frustrating as it is good for the, the giants, it's, it leaves an extra bitter taste in your mouth because that could have been you had that Sunday night game gone the other way. But, yeah. um, Brian Dayball is a good coach, despite the fact that, uh, don't like the team, uh, I respect what they're doing and he's going to be. I think he's going to make the Giants a team to reckon with in the NFC East. I, I think we've already talked about all three of these teams are solid, and the Commanders, uh, they can be right there. I think they're close, but, um, you know, that's where we're at right now. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, 
Daniel Jones has done enough to earn a contract. I mean, I'm interested to see what those terms are going to be and how long it is. But I mean, shoot, in this day and age, they they teams will cut ties quickly if they need to. So that's not much uh, to going on. I did see one thing that was pretty interesting. Malik Willis is not going to start in his final game where the AFC South is on the line against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Joshua Dobbs is in there. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that, 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 that is not that doesn't that doesn't sit well with me. I wonder what's yeah. what's up with that. What's going on in Tennessee? It seems like an odd fit so far. I mean, it's only his first year. I think we've seen plenty of quarterbacks that have struggled in their first couple of years, year or two, and have come out and played well. But for a a guy that was signed eight, nine days ago, and, and he started last Thursday night for the Titans, and now that yeah. he's starting in the biggest game of their season over their rookie yeah, that's odd. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it's just a continuity thing. Like, hey, you you done it a week, and then now just just keep it going, keep that same momentum. But Jacksonville, it looks good, man. They they're starting yeah. to really get that thing cooking, and they they played all their starters against Houston. They say we are going full boards ahead. We are not gonna you know slow it down. So I think that was the right play by them. I think Jacksonville's an up and coming team. Uh, that that the uh, AFC is going to have to deal with for a while. And don't forget, with how good that offense has been, especially down the second half, they also traded for Calvin Ridley. I know mm-hmm. you. I know he might be ri- uh, rusty coming off a, a year long suspension, but a potential another weapon to to go with. You know, Kirk, who has been solid. Um, goodness, it, uh, it, it. Yeah, the Jaguars could be legit. The Jaguars are definitely going to be a team to reckon with, and you saw Tom Brady did it again. Found a way to win uh, and talked a little noise to anybody who sat Mike Evans in the play. I looked at the stats of Mike Evans, like touchdowns. I was like, is this the same play? Like, did they, did the Panthers not make any adjustments? Yeah, they, just, they just let this guy run by this, D, this DB every time. So Tampa Bay is doing their thing again. Uh, shoot, the Saints went up there, got a big win in Philly. Uh, man, I don't know. It's just a crazy, crazy season yeah. that's been going on. Uh, but it's a good year. Yeah, it's it's been a great year for football. And uh, unlike the Commanders, a lot of playoff bursts are coming down to Week 18. You got the Packers and the Lions uh, coming up. Uh, you know, to decide which of those teams is going to get in. Seahawks still around. Uh, like we've already talked about, the Titans and the Jaguars. So a bunch of meaningful games in that Week 18 slate. Mm. I know we got to break down Commanders, Cowboys, but I think uh, I think we should spend a little bit more time on our picks episode, kind of talking about some of the huge matchups in Week 18. We'll we'll do that later on in the week. Yes, we will. We will definitely do that. I don't know right now, right quick. If you had to just make a spot effort, if one of these two teams makes it, Seattle or Green Bay, which one do you think is going to get in the playoffs? Uh, Green Bay. Uh, they are they are feeling it right now. I don't see how they lose to the Lions. Lions have had a solid season, but uh, Aaron Rodgers is feeling it, and uh, they could be they could be dangerous. Like we said, if they get matched up against Minnesota again, I could see an upset very easily there. Yeah, I forget where I was. I don't know if you said it or somewhere else. Somebody else said it that uh, the Packers have a higher odds to win the yes. Super Bowl. That was you said that. Yeah, yeah. I saw somewhere the top 10 in odds, and number 10 was the Vikings right ahead of them, I think number nine. And this was before this past week, so I'm sure it's jumped up a little bit even. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers decided to be Aaron Rodgers during this last month of the season. Man, 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 I tell you. Football, man, NFL, it's definitely exciting. It's always special, man. It's a a league that is just every week is meaningful, and you can't – 
you can't expect to take a week off. You can't, you know, try to sit back. You got to go out there and attack it. You got to take it. Yep. You got to really take it. And uh, it got taken to the commanders this past week, but that's okay. That's all right. You got more uh, more football coming up. There's going to be some improvements going on down the line, but I want to say this much first and foremost. Thanks for listening, everybody. I, where my little mouse go? There it is. Check us out on all your streaming yep. platforms, guys. We're on TuneIn Radio, SiriusXM, Stadium, all those stuff, uh, podcasting, every podcasting spot you can find this place, uh, find this Believe in Commander show. We'll still be hanging out with y'all going on through the playoffs for sure. Absolutely. Um, and then once again, shout out to the folks on Bet Online. Go yep. over there. Use that Make code sure. you, BLEAV. You yeah, yeah, believe. Go yes. get that 50% welcome bonus. That means you put in $100, they'll give you 50 right back, so you're up to $150. So that's pretty awesome there. Yes, uh, indeed. And we appreciate yes, those indeed. guys uh, helping to support the show all year long. Obviously, our pick shows, which we'll do again later this week. But, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We hope 2023 is going to be awesome, and we appreciate you coming along for the ride. Yes, indeed. Y'all be easy. Have a good one, and we'll see you later on this week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.